0: Did you notice that we now have three matching microphones? Oh, my. I didn't even notice. <laughs> I'm kidding. So this was my Valentine's Day present from my sweet husband. That's the oh. <laughs> most <laughs> <great appreciable laughs> thing I've ever heard. The way to your heart. He said, I wanted you to have three matching microphones so you could all sound the same. <laughs> Perfect. And he even researched um, because you know he's. We've had these long enough; they don't make this exact model, so he got it used, so they would all have the exact same sound quality. True love, if that's not love,
1: <laughs> that's really sweet. I love
2: that, man. We look good now, all matching. I know and we need to redo all of our pictures, oh, all man. the matching microphones. Not today is frightful for me today. <laughs>
0: Welcome to Book Fair,
2: a feast for every
0: season of reading.
1: We are a growing community of curious readers who share the excitement
2: of books. We want to read together and feast together through the seasons of the year and the seasons of our lives, and we hope you join us.
0: So the other really important thing in the room we need to discuss is my shirt. Yeah. Indoors, yes, all that. <laughs> so i love this shirt i got it at the loft and it says indoorsy mm. and it has four little uh pictures on it It has a little candle a book <laughs> a little pair of reading glasses which i do not need by the way i Good. do, I, I, I do too. I'm <laughs> a and a little cup of tea is that it's not the cute. most perfect i shirt? love your shirt <laughs> yeah <laughs> So now that we have the most important things out of the way, (laughs) today we are going to talk about building a list and tracking reading. So back in some of the first episodes when we were talking about how we keep reading, what we do when we haven't been reading for a while, uh, we had talked about that one of the best ways to kind of keep your reading momentum going is to always have books you want to read. And one of our listeners posted in the Facebook group, well, how did you build your list? So you have this list of books you're always, you can always look at. How do you guys do that? So what are your thoughts? How did you build your TBR in BookSpeak to be read list? Elizabeth, do you have one? No, I kind
2: of mentioned in a different episode, like a stack on my nightstand, you know, which is probably not the best way, but it's, it's. If there's more purpose to it, then it can be better. And so I have been, as we've gone on this little conversation journey, I've been Mm -hmm. shifting and changing what I do with that. I now have a list in my phone, which seems like bare minimum, right? Um, And I divided it up into categories. Nice. And I don't want it to be too rulesy, parametery. I just wanted it to feel like, well, here's some ideas that I liked when I heard them.
0: Yeah.
2: Um... But if I did get something, you know, I love those little neighborhood tiny book house things. What are yeah. they called? The little
0: tiny like, libraries. Little free
2: libraries. First of all, I need somebody to make me one. I really want one for my salon. <gasps> right? <Ooh. laughs> one, of my, one of our listeners mentioned that to me, and I'm like, well, you're exactly right. I That's have to find someone who neat can. Neat idea. <laughs> but I always stop and check those, and so I've been laying them in a pile closer to my reach, not just getting them lost on my shelf. Because... Melanie Chandler mentioned same as same as me buying books and not reading them is kind of a habit. So I'm trying to just amend. A lot of the things that I do. So I'm not giving you a good answer. It's because I don't have a good answer. I'm shifting and changing this conversation for myself right now.
0: But that works for you for yeah, now. You Yeah, yeah, in your nightstand, You have a list in your phone mm-hmm. of ideas that you like and that you might want to read next. So I think I'm putting, putting it in a few places so I'm
2: getting reminded in a few places. Like, remember, you're kind of interested in this. Yeah, how about you, Amanda? I also have been trying more to
1: read what's on my shelves that I haven't read yet Mm -hmm. (laughs) instead of buying new things. Um, So that's one place. Uh, Book clubs that I'm in and podcasts that I'm listening to, those are probably the main influences for me. Close Reads Podcast, Golay Sisters, our in real life book club. Those three kind of drive my reading because I prefer reading with others for the accountability I get that's helpful and I have a huge it's a ridiculously unwieldy list on goodreads for uh things you want to read so I can always go look there Mm -hmm. as well
0: yeah if you need a random idea so I was thinking about 13 years ago when we started book club and I got kind of back into reading more you know quotes seriously um And when I started my TBR, the first thing I added was books I've always wanted to read. Like, I had this list of things, you know, that you just kind of hear, like, Mm -hmm. I felt like to be a well-read, quote, educated, quote, person, there were just these books I wanted to read. I wanted Mm -hmm. to read Moby Dick. Why? I don't know. But it just seemed like a classic... Lots of people read. Super famous. It's referred to a lot. Yeah. Or quoted
2: from. Yeah. So like, if it's referred to a lot, it immediately goes on my, even if it's
0: just brain list of aspirations. Right. Because mm-hmm. I want to know what we're talking about here. Yep. So I put books I'd always wanted to read. Yeah. On there. And then I started looking at book lists. And some of the lists that I really liked. One, there is a list out there that is the BBC's. Mm. Top a hundred reads in English. Mm-hmm. It is a great list. It's a really great list. And as I read things from that list and really enjoyed them, then I knew, oh, this is the list for me. So I actually have this really cute little reading journal, and I can um, link to it in the show notes. If it's still in print, it may not be, but. Um, it's a fun little reading journal that has different things in it. It has little reading trees, which is kind of a follow-your-curiosity thing. Like, this book made me want to read more. Oh, Wait, that's so neat. Oh, my goodness. That's so interesting. Yeah, isn't that cool? This made You we'll have to learn... post a
1: picture of this page. Yeah.
0: yeah. This made me want to learn more about these subjects. Made me want to read books by different authors. Made me want to read other books by the same author. So it has some neat kind of tools. So you can see how all your reading feeds
2: more of your reading
0: yeah and then in the back it has all these lists of you know different award winners the man booker prize the national book award um, that's handy prize yeah but the the list that i like the most is the bbc's um and i was just gonna read
1: i've looked at it before but i don't remember
0: the top so this is the top 10 and it does kind of go in order like the top books are in the top of the list. I
2: like all those check marks I see, too. I know. so happy. <laughs> the
0: top ten is Lord of the Rings, Pride and Prejudice, His Dark Materials, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, Harry Potter, To Kill a Mockingbird, Winnie the Pooh, 1984, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, and Jane Eyre.
2: I'm doing pretty good That's a that. great list. Yeah.
0: So that's the top, what'd you say, the top? Top ten. And then there are a hundred, yes, though. Yes, and okay. hundred. So this is a list that I have just really resonated with and so I would I've kind of made um, I've made some marks of ones that I have no intention of reading. Sure. Like One Hundred Years of Solitude. I did um, his other book and I was not a fan. So Who's his, the author? Uh, Gabriel Gabriel Garcia Marquez. Okay. I and don't even I, want one year of
1: solitude. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: don't a <laughs> hundred. That sounds miserable. <laughs> I did love in a time of cholera and oh
2: yeah
0: have you read that
2: I think I've seen the movie but <laughs> I didn't know it was a book until recently and it's now on my list because the movie was so powerful and I feel like well certainly it's gonna be more and more and more in the book is kind of why that reaction came from
0: yeah yeah I I I was not a fan of the book Oh really? Too sad, too too Uh, gross. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I can see that. There's a lot of pretty graphic sexual stuff in it, and I just okay, and kind of in weird. Yeah, okay. So it was Mm. it was not for me. Yeah. Um. So anyway, there are a few of the books in here that I have crossed off that I don't intend to read, but that's only like five. So (laughs) you know, eventually I would like to read all of them.
1: About what percentage would you say you have checked off on there?
0: Uh, I think more than half at this point, which is pretty exciting. That's That's awesome. That is exciting. Yeah. So I love that list. And then I was going to mention that as far as the awards, for me, I have found that I tend to enjoy the Man Booker prize winners. Um, All of the literary awards have their own political realms that Mm -hmm. they live in. And they're all influenced by politics and, you know those sort of considerations they just are but i find it's just my little opinion that the man booker focuses the most on just the literary quality of the book which is the point so good right so i have found a lot of man booker winners that i really loved like lincoln and the bardo um wolf hall we did that in book club really really good historical fiction so I have found that things that are shortlisted or that win the man booker, I will look into them and see if you know the topic or whatever interests me and maybe give those a go.
1: Okay, question. What does shortlisted mean?
0: So with the man booker, they first of all have a long list that they announce. And I forget, I think there's like 20 books on the long list. And then they shorten it to, oh, I can't remember if it's five or six and that's the short list. So that's like a the best top of the best. five. So, yes. like we've narrowed it down to these. Yes. Then they narrow it down to the short list, and then they pick one winner.
1: Ah. Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. So that, to me, that is a great way to kind of see, you know, who some really smart people are saying is some of the best writing. Yeah. That's out there. And then I started listening to podcasts, and I really love the Modern Mrs. Darcy. What should I read next?
2: Mm, I hear I, that one a lot.
0: I'm a little bit behind, but I have listened to every episode. Of that podcast i really like it and i also really like from the front porch which is done by annie b jones who owns a little uh bookstore in thomasville georgia which is right outside of tallahassee yeah it is one of my bookish aspirations to go there someday oh i oh. have
2: a friend that lives there that's been telling me to visit maybe we just need to bombard her house yeah that's
0: not far
2: no it's no. not far at all
0: so i i really want to go there someday so anyway those are the ways I kind of started to build my list.
2: Okay, I like it.
0: Now, Amanda, you said that you have a really unwieldy list in your TBR and Goodreads. How many books do you have? I in don't TBR? know. Like hundreds.
1: I'll look it up while we're talking. Yeah, I mean it's over. I'm sure yours is bigger.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Okay>.
1: <laughs> do you have an oh? Food? Okay, it's
0: 1,016. Yes. What? <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> That's ridiculous. Oh, my word. That's I don't even know the names of this A pointless list. Of <laughs> <laughs> this is like, hey, what Never was that one Never did I bug? think you were going to come up with that four-digit <laughs> number. Uh, <laughs> and then you're over here like, Trisha's is bigger.
1: <laughs> well, what? It probably is. So I'm in my head, I was thinking probably two or 300-something. <laughs> I, I,
2: <don't> <laughs> I don't even have words.
1: Like, that size of a list is almost pointless. Because there have been times where I was like, oh. You don't know what's on that list. There was this one book that's (laughs) like this thing that I would want to read next.
2: Your book list is a book.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm here Uh, to
2: tell you. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) That's ridiculous.
0: (laughs) I love your thirst for knowledge. (laughs) So, this is actually kind of funny. Because... I wanted to avoid that. (laughs) The book list getting so big that you can't even look through it. Yeah. So I set myself a limit. I don't know if this is a very, like, even containable limit, but my limit is 250 okay well that's a good idea so I keep my TBR at 250 no there's no categories but I feel like 250 I can kind of scroll through Mm -hmm. and see like oh there's a history one there's a romance one a thousand
2: how many? 16
0: (laughs) (laughs) is there a search function for there's a search function for any book you have categorized in your books so it would pull up things both you've read and that are on the TBR
1: yeah it's kind of like uh, once your email gets past a certain point, right. just G- delete it, it all, just give blow it
0: up, and million. start over. <laughs> Tear it down <laughs> and rebuild. <laughs> I, I think that I think that's a good idea. But I, I'm in a pickle now because I always am floating right around that 250. And so when I hear about another book that I want to add to it, in order to add one, I have to take one away. Oh. Because I've set this limit for myself. But
2: maybe you get in situations where you've read another author and you said, I didn't enjoy his writing style, so I can easily knock off two or three other ones. Yes, and then, Is then as I read them, works? well,
0: and then as I read them, of course, then it Comes off that list. Sure, sure. Okay. So sometimes, I mean, I'll add a couple and it'll get up to 252. And then I'll be like, well, I'm about to read a couple, so it will go back down. Mm -hmm. But then sometimes it gets up to like 255. And then I say to myself. You know you got to do it. You got to go delete five. So then I go through. And I mean, if there's something that I put on four years ago that I can't even remember why I put it on anymore. Sure. Okay. It's been on there for years. Not going to happen. Probably not going to read it. (laughs) It gets booted. So... That's the way I keep my list.
1: So here's my next question Is there an easy way to delete 1,016 books or do you have to delete them individually? Because <laughs> that's not going to okay, happen no. either. Five five
2: new account. I'll just make a new account. You do your book list and I'll do my
0: email account. <laughs> yeah. Oh, That's so funny. So speaking of Goodreads, the next question we are going to ask on today's episode is Do you track your reading? Do you want to track your reading? How do you track your reading? So, Elizabeth, we'll start with you again. Do you track what you're reading? No, so I never have before, but already this year I've read several
2: because I am operating with purpose. And I'm feeling like I want my badge of achievement on a list somewhere that says, look what you did. <laughs> I don't know why else I would do it. I'm sure there are reasons why, to, but... That's what I want, is to just say, look at you. Look at you. Look read how many books, books you read. I want to look at it December 31st and smile and be like, you're so smart. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that really, but more like you did a thing you planned to do. Yeah. So it's really more about that. But I, so I've never at all, as a matter of fact, I have been in conversation a bit and go, oh, wait, I want to read that. Wait, I already have. I just, I'd like to know a little
0: better what I've read. What about you, Amanda.
1: Um, I track my reading the most basic way I am is in my planner. So I write down, because I like to read multiple books at once, and sometimes I forget what all is going at once. And I just like to have a list. And so on my monthly page, I write down kind of the things I'm wanting to read right now. And so sometimes I'll even on my weekly page I'll write down this book or that book. Mm -hmm. And if there's, if I have a deadline like for book club or something like that, I might even write, okay, I need to read this many pages or this amount of time, listen to it each day or something like that. Um,
0: That's very specific.
1: It is. And I don't usually do that. But if (laughs) I'm in a crunch, like, here's the person I wish I was. (laughs) If I'm in a crunch, if I haven't started the book yet and I have a week or something, then I got to divide it up because you can't binge that, you know, so much. Another place that I use is Goodreads. I keep track of those there. And then I just ordered the Skolay Sisters 5x5 journal. We've talked about that here. So I'm excited to get that. I haven't gotten it before. And it's, I think it's going to kind of serve as my commonplace for this year. And so, a commonplace, in case you haven't heard what that is, explain. Yeah. It is basically a tool people have used since antiquity and Western civilization. And it's just part of the classical tradition. Um, And it's just basically a place to compile knowledge that you want to remember. Or that you want to be able to refer to in the future. So it's kind of like a way to take notes. You can use it for notes. You can use it for quotes. What else rhymes? <laughs> Need to keep that going. <laughs> you know, you can put recipes. You can put passages. Or so do you
2: do it by the letters, year? poems? Do you, or just until you fill one up?
1: Yeah. Just okay. till you fill one up, you can put whatever you want in it, and lots of uh, the great thinkers and authors and inventors and artists have used those. Da Did Vinci, I hear once
0: Benjamin Franklin had one.
1: Yeah, Franklin, Jefferson, Da Vinci has a famous one where he has lots of his sketches of huh. inventions, and Edison, um, Tesla,
2: and um, Amanda Payne, and me.
0: <laughs> I love this. So- I've heard of this before. I've never done it. And I think one of the big reasons I've never done it is because I do so much of my reading on audio mm-hmm. that it's always felt to me like. You're doing something while you're listening. Right. Instead I'm not going to Like, I kind of picture people that do this like sitting by a fire and they have their book <laughs> in one hand and they have their commonplace book beside them. <laughs> and when they come upon a meaningful passage, they. Jot it down, you know, and that's just not generally the way I operate, you know, like you talk about reading propped up in bed at night or listening to a book on the go. Mm-hmm. And it just, I don't know, it's just felt like that's not going to be accessible. For
1: mm-hmm. me. Yeah, no, I get it. I don't commonplace while I read or listen to audiobooks. I go back when I do it, mm-hmm. it's when I've set aside even just five minutes. And I make myself sit down and I go back and write them down then. Here are the so,
2: passages that I'm still thinking about. Yeah. So you might have to look it up. Yeah. To get it right. Okay.
1: Okay. And if it's a paper book, I use book darts. I,
2: I
0: love book darts. A lot
2: of gadgets.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go get some. Hold on. They're almost like a little
1: paper clip, but they're solid on both sides and one just has a point. Oh so it's like, like a little a marrow. Arrow kind of yeah. Thing. A metal arrow kinda that so you just like, stick this on your right page. Here, I wanna Yeah. I
2: wanna think about
1: it. Or like sticky notes, you know, that have an arrow. It's like that, but it's a little metal thing. Yeah.
0: Look how cute how that does is. It, how does it Oh, I see it. So it just slides onto the page, and you can slide it on and off. And it has a little point on one side to point to the line. Guys, you this mark. would be a perfect bookmark for me, though, because I yeah
2: yeah I am trying to figure out where on these two open pages did I leave off?
1: Right, especially if you don't stop at the end of a chapter. Yeah. Sometimes it's I a don't. great way to mark that too. Book yeah, darts. And I had gotten down to like the end of my tin. They come in a cute little tin, even, mm. and I realized. I had left approximately 1,016 bookmarks, book darts in my G.K. Chesterton in defense of sanity. Because you know how like when you're learning how to highlight in school and you highlight everything? everything. That's how I was with my Neon book darts rainbow. and G.K. Chesterton. <laughs> so I need to go back and pull them all out. But,
2: but you'll come and place them as you go.
1: Yeah. And so I use book darts or I highlight I like to highlight and write in my books if they're really meaty,
2: especially. Laura probably got your old book from thrift books. <laughs> I
1: know, right? That That's had so much highlighting it. in it. <laughs> I wouldn't sell them to anyone, though. I mean, if I'm highlighting and writing in You're it, it's it. one I'm keeping. I get it. Yeah. Okay. I like for highlighting. I know they make highlighters for books that don't like bleed through the paper and that to kind of thing. Side, but yeah. I really like the twisty crayons. Yeah, they are nice and light, and I just I have a little bag for my book reading that has my book darts and my little highlighters and you a few other things.
2: Some gear. I just <laughs> can see you sitting down with like a really happy smile, with I like I get my bag out with my little You're like I'm a system. I'm serious about this. <laughs> okay, good.
1: Yeah. So, and I had twisty crayons. So I was like, let me use those. Let's see how that goes. And they've I've loved using those. That's so
0: so fun. that's how I
1: mark paper books. And then for an audiobook, I just take a screenshot of where I leave off.
0: Oh, so you have like the timestamp.
1: Yeah, not, sorry, not of where I leave off, but of Once where. You yeah, so I can just go back. And listen to that part again and write it in my commonplace. So
0: I have done that, especially if it's a book club book. Or you could just, you know, Audible and Hoopla. I mean, they Mm -hmm. all have bookmark functions where you can just bookmark it. Yeah, you can do that too. And go back. And then I have done that and gone back and listened when I want to make note of something for a book club discussion or... Yeah. I really like this idea, honestly. As much as I'm like, I'm not going to do all this
2: stuff. I'm just trying to read a book. A commonplace journal seems to resonate with me because it's like the cream that rises to the top of all the subjects of your life.
0: Yeah. Like,
2: here's what I, oh, I like this, oh, I like this, and then it's all in one place.
0: Well, you are inspiring me. <laughs> I think I may try it. And I felt, fa- well, that's
1: exciting. Tell us if you do. Yeah. And I found this quote on everyone's favorite research to Wikipedia.
2: But, <laughs> <laughs> I was like,
1: what a name, everyone's favorite? <laughs> and um, I just thought this was really interesting because a lot of these people learned how to do this in school. And it said, especially Emerson, Thoreau, Cool Ridge all learned to do that, um, in Oxford. For women who were excluded from formal higher education, the commonplace book could be a repository of intellectual references. Hmm. The gentlewoman Elizabeth Littleton kept one from the 1670s to 1713, and a typical example was published by Mrs. Anna Jameson in 1855, and hers had headings which included ethical fragments, theological, literature, and art. Oh, and one other thing it said Sherlock Holmes keeps a commonplace book, and so do several characters in the Lemony Snicket books.
2: Oh, yes, they do. <laughs> um,
0: Violet keeps her inventions. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So I'm a Goodreads girl. I started tracking in Goodreads years ago. Once I started cataloging, the books that I've read, because you can also get recommendations from Goodreads. Um, Once you've cataloged a lot of books that you've read in there, their recommendation algorithm is pretty good. It has given me some really good recommendations. I always forget about that. Oh, I didn't know it did that. Yeah.
2: Although I don't think
1: recommendations are my problem right now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Don't let Amanda figure that out. She'll have 2,000 (laughs) by the end of the week. So once I started cataloging all of my books in Goodreads, I wanted to catalog all of my books like completist. I've ever read. I'm a completist. Yes, <laughs> that is my work. So I started looking back uh, and thinking about, and I decided I was going to record every book I'd read starting at chapter books. So I don't have any picture books in my Goodreads or from my childhood. You'd Way for ducklings in you there. You <laughs> back over your life every book? I did. <laughs> so that's
2: amazing. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, stop it. I was. <laughs>
0: I'm
2: like, want to do that so bad now, but I will never do it. So
0: over the, but I did it over the course of like five years. Sure. Of course. Just like when something would occur to me, mm-hmm. Oh, I haven't added the Trixie Belden books. Oh, I'll go back and add those. Like I just would go back and add things that as I remembered them. And I think after having Goodreads, I've probably had Goodreads for I think seven or eight years now. I think I'm pretty close to having every Everything. book I've ever read in there and they're in you know categories. I don't have a ton of categories, what but what is the number?
2: So it's funny. <laughs> That's it's actually all I want to know
0: in life right now. It's actually really <laughs> close to Amanda's number on her TBR. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's it's, it's over 1000. It's like at 1020. Mm-hmm. I hit 1000 at some point last you saw year. A party. No, but I did want it to be kind of special. Mm-hmm. So, I actually did a Shakespeare play I've really wanted to read for a long time. It was King Lear. So, I'd never read King Lear. So, King Lear was my 1000th book. I like that's it. awesome. It that's awesome. That's very happy. Me- <laughs> that's <laughs> I'm a My nightstand stack and you guys got y'all got some stuff. This is impressive. So, but here's something that's super exciting that I have to tell you about. Someone, Jennifer, in our In Real Life Book Club told us about an app I had not heard of called Storygraph. And have you heard of this? Your face is She told up. me about it too. Yes. So you can import your books from other places. So I imported, you know, all 1,015 at the time oh my. of my books into Storygraph. Oh, how interesting. And so I now have these. So it's an it's a app that has all of these stats and graphs. So all of your books can be categorized. So here's my home page, and you can do your reading stats for all time. So here is moods, first of all. Oh, that's oh, a, wow. Yeah, a, and
2: you're reading a lot of stuff there. Yeah, I a, a pie chart. I those
0: colors. So my top four mood colors that I read in are reflective, emotional, mysterious, and hopeful. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. And then it gives What's your you least one? uh tense <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> don't go for the tense book it categorizes them by pace fast medium and slow like you're reading pace yeah mm. like how fast you read it and look mine's almost third third or third interesting it's probably depending on what kind of book it is sure yeah. makes sense uh by page number by fiction or nonfiction, and i'm three quarters fiction uh-huh a quarter non-fiction uh-huh. and then by genre and you guys, I have to say, I'm really proud of this. My top genre is classics. Wow. Yay! It makes That's me really great. happy. So, classics, then historical fiction, mystery, children's, mm-hmm. because lifetime. Yeah, and all the books I read. Sure. About. Yeah. Uh, then romance, young adult, fantasy, contemporary, and religion. Interesting. Here we so What's your interesting. bottom one? <laughs>
2: So then when you want to challenge yourself, you can look at your little graphs and say, well, where are my less visited spots?
0: Yeah. So my bottom are true crime, technology, and design. Okay. Wow. They have a lot of categories. Yeah. In and there. what is really cool about it is that then they have a way that you can go in there and based on your stuff, but also based on what you want. So you can say, I'm in the mood for... A hopeful, reflective book, (laughs) under 500 pages, in one of these genres. Wow. And it gives you recommendations. Wow. That's cool. It's really super cool. Does it link to
2: how you get your book? Like, does it have... I don't know if that even makes sense. Like, does it link to your library app or to your...
1: That would be really handy.
2: Sometimes things will do that. Yeah. It doesn't look like
0: it. Okay. I mean, mean, it's
2: already cool. It doesn't need to do more, but. Yeah, it has
0: links to. um, You can have friends on here. So it says you can try to start a buddy read with someone. You can browse similar books. You can look at content. Oh, it says it has content warnings submitted by users as part of their reviews. Ooh. That's interesting.
1: That's really helpful. So you can look
0: at content warnings. And I like the buddy read. And then when you click on a book, it has community reviews, but then also the mood, the pace. Uh, plot or character driven? Is there strong character development? Are there lovable characters? Are there diverse characters? And are the flaws of characters a main focus? Hmm. Interesting. Which I think those are really important questions I for do people. Too. Like, some people don't like to read a book if you don't like the characters. Mm-hmm. I would not. Yeah. Well, except for Wuthering Heights. That's true. <laughs> 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 um, never mind. I'm a liar. <laughs> So anyway, super cool app, and I have really enjoyed just kind of seeing what I'm reading yeah. and going back, because I can go back year by year and look at how my reading has changed and shifted.
2: Interesting. And so I, this doesn't replace Goodreads for you. This is something to compile some, some information in a different, more visible way. Yeah, I
0: think I'll keep using both, because Goodreads... I have a lot of friends on Goodreads, and I like following them mm-hmm. and communicating with them, and I think I can just import this every year and update it. So I'm not going to keep it updated all the time, because there's no need to do that. But
1: Interesting. I've gotten as far as getting it, the app on my phone, but now I'm really, um, I'm even more excited to give that a whirl. And it's not owned by Amazon, right? which Goodreads is, so some people that's very important. So. Yeah just so you know if you wanted to know that.
0: So if anybody out there is on Goodreads, you can get on are you on goodreads elizabeth no okay well, amanda and i are on goodreads we're pretty active on there so set up a goodreads account start logging your books you can friend us on there there are several people in the book fair community that are on goodreads and uh, it's super fun because it comes through the feed what people are adding to their tbr what people are reading and you know it's just it's really fun i'll comment on people's things you know oh i can't wait to hear what you think about this or um, why did you only give i this? didn't
2: realize it was almost social media yeah it's social Media for
0: books. That's what it is. And I'll ask, like, why did you only give this three stars or two stars? Like, I've heard really good things about this. What did you not like? Or, you know, I can talk to people and also track your own reading. So interesting. I really like it.
1: So, listeners, we'll throw it back to you. How do you build your TBR list? How many books are in your TBR? Do you have more than 1,016? <laughs> How do you track your reading? And have you ever used Storygraph? It's an app. I don't know if we said that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure we did. Good. <laughs> Good. Well, we cannot wait to hear what you think. And until next time, I'm Trisha. I'm Amanda. I'm Elizabeth. And we'll see you later. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this, subscribe to Book Fair Podcast. Join our Facebook group
1: or email us at chat at bookfairpodcast.com. And don't forget to tell a friend.